0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM.
1: Let's move on. I think for many parents, the children have gone back to school by this stage, which is a relief maybe to some to have the children out from under their feet at home and off doing things on a timetable. But... Can it also create additional difficulties for working parents about rescheduling their work life? Uh, Ashling Mann is head of Growth and operations at Tree, which is a co working space in Ireland and the u k uh, Ashling is this creating additional difficulties for parents, particularly those who are trying to Work from home and also work from office spaces simultaneously?
2: Mm. I think one thing we've definitely seen thanks to the pandemic is that flexible work is now part of the conversation. Um, And certainly companies understand the importance of making it okay to be a parent um, and to request more flexible working hours. So at Huckle Tree, we have around about 80. tech companies working from our space, we have a a very clear overview on the, the trends and in terms of how people are working. And the two things that people are talking about is trust, um, and output. So trust in your employees um around flexibility of start so tr- times. Sorry, to end trust times. them
1: that if you are giving them flexibility in in times when they're working, to believe that if they're working from home that they're actually getting the work done. Exactly.
2: It? Yeah, yeah. And being really clear on expectations, um, of standards, of output. So moving away from the typical nine to five being in the office, moving towards a more progressive approach to performance management and not insisting on actively sitting at your desk, being in the office.
1: Presenteeism, yes, I think it's called, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trust is one thing. What was the second thing?
2: Output. Um, so that is in terms of performance management, being really clear around expectations, so that employees are no longer being measured on the number of hours they're in the workspace, they're being measured on the work that they actually deliver.
1: And is that then leading to greater flexibility on maybe the times at which people come into an office and the times at which they go maybe to collect children from creche or school?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So people are more comfortable having those conversations now and there's almost complete flexibility. So Huckle Tree, we open 24-7. So, you know, People can come into the workspace whenever they like. Um, And you also have the very real, um, I mean, people work all over the world now. So, you know, people are working on different time zones. There's a lot of US tech companies with presence in Ireland, um, for instance. So the typical nine to five doesn't really work anymore.
1: And then it's a question of setting up space as well for people working these more flexible hours.
2: Exactly, yeah. So many companies, many tech companies will have a hub, so somewhere that people can come to work from if they need to, and then also offer the flexibility around remote work and working from home.
1: And I suppose it also depends on the age of the children as well, doesn't it, as to what parents need?
2: Completely. This is a really interesting one. So we the, the conversation tends to focus on younger kids and back to school, but... Uh, You also have to consider parents with teenagers and obviously the needs differ then. So it's, I suppose what we've really learned is that it's not, you know, one size doesn't fit everyone. People's needs are different and trying to encourage that open dialogue and ultimately making it okay to ask for more flexibility, more support um, and to discuss topics authentically in the workspace.
1: Jen Hogan is with us as well, Irish Times parenting columnist, because it does strike me Jen that you know, an awful lot of people have worked a traditional 9-5 to five day which can be difficult for parents perhaps if they're trying to drop off children for school in the morning or at the creche so that to get to work for 9 o'clock they can often be leaving children at half 7 8 o'clock in places way too early but have to to do it, to get into work on time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I suppose, like Ashton was saying there, the the advantages, the one, maybe perhaps the one advantage that came from the pandemic was recognising and realising this new flexibility and that it was possible to, to work from home. I worked from home before it was fashionable and I made that deliberate choice to work from home because it just became impossible to get my children to school and you know they were having to they'd have to go to creche at crazy hours in the morning and definitely even over the course of the summer holidays I remember how much easier it nearly was although the costs are huge of having children in creche obviously absolutely enormous but nothing really changes if your child is not of a school age you know they, they just go through the summer you take your holidays and everything else just continues on as normal but once they're in school it's trying to get there for the collections trying to get there for the pickups the shows the days where somebody might be sick and you have to pick them up granted that's also an issue with um with with and montessori too but but all those different things that you might be in the office you get that call you might just have arrived and you have to run back out and pick up a child and being able to work from home or having that kind of flexibility meant you could run down to the school pick up your child if they're not too ill they can sit on the couch and watch something and you can continue getting on with your work. That sort of flexibility for parents is invaluable and it's particularly invaluable for women because it has been women largely well, have always...
1: You, you've just got to what I was going to ask you about <laughs> because is it a case that very often that women have maybe lost out in the workplace because mm. of a perception that they go to do things with their children that men don't do. Or if men do it, That the men also then find themselves perhaps getting opportunities denied to them on the basis of what type of man are they going off doing this type of thing?
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I've interviewed men about this before in the past, asking why they don't avail of parental leave in particular, because over the course of the pandemic, when schools were closed and women were having to look at parental leave and using their annual leave to try and homeschool their children and trying to maintain a job as well, the same, wasn't time, same time wasn't always possible. And I asked men about this, and nobody was really willing to go on record to say it um, or to, to openly say it or put their name to it, but they did feel largely that there would be consequences within the workplace. That there are more consequences it's nearly accepted that women will just step up look for their parental leave look to work around term time but for men they felt there would be consequences even if it was a legal entitlement a statutory entitlement even if it was said in theory that it was welcomed at work they felt it was very much a kind of a case of them talking the talk, but they weren't sure employers would walk the walk. And so still it largely becomes a case that women are the ones who avail of this leave. And there is, there is research that shows that there's a motherhood penalty. There's a penalty when women become mothers, but there's a fatherhood bonus. So that the pay gap and the whole situation in terms of career progression, it's very much against women. Flexibility is really important because... At the moment, until we have created a situation where both men and women can avail of flexibility and see and, and I suppose commit to their family commitments and, and the situations that happen and the school runs that need to be done and the sick children that need to be picked up and the, the school shows that need to be attended until we have a, an equal flow of, of both men and women going to that, women are going to continue to pay that penalty.
1: Ashling Mann, are you seeing women availing more of the flexibility offered by your facilities in Huckle Tree than men?
2: It's a really interesting one. I'm seeing or we're seeing more men. And maybe it's because we're in tech and maybe the tech industry does tend to be a little bit more progressive and, and open and, and willing to also change. a lot more
1: male dominated.
2: Depending on the 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 area of tech, but yes, in, in general, um we find that more and more men are comfortable talking about um, about their kids, you know, about having to take a little bit more time off or, or to do a school run. It really, it depends on the leadership of the company. Um, and certainly you see a difference when there is a man or a woman with children leading a company. Um, the trickle down effect is is really, really powerful. Um so I, I see a change, but it's not fast enough. And we definitely need more male role models actively speaking out about this issue.
1: One other thing that strikes me is that if you have more staggered working times, opening times, it will also get rid of traffic congestion. I mm-hmm. mean, people will spend less money, perhaps even on the commute to work.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so you know, less time spent in traffic, more time, time enjoying the commute. Um, so it has a knock-on effect far beyond just who's who's actually going to the office.
1: Okay, we have to leave it there. Ashling Mahan from Huckle Tree, Jen Hogan, Irish Times Parenting Columnist.
0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.